Hey guys, welcome back. Um, today we have Caitlin. Say hello, Caitlin. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about um, your family life. Tell me what you were just talking about, um, conversation you and your dad just had recently. Um, yeah, so my dad and I have always had a very close relationship, but um, I think semi-recently where I have started to grow up a little bit more We've started butting heads. I think he's struggling to let his little girl go and I'm just like wanting to get out into the world. So we butt heads a lot. And I think recently we were able to sit down and have a proper conversation. And I was saying to him, I said to I made a comment, something like, you know, it would be really nice if I told you something amazing that I did that I was so proud of myself for. And you just said something like, Caitlin, that's amazing. I'm so proud of you. And his response to that was, um, I growing up, that is just something that I never had. I never had people always commending me for my hard work. And mm. so he, he said, that just doesn't come naturally to me. He goes, obviously, I'm proud of you, but I don't think that you should. I don't think it's healthy that you need that constant reassurance that you're doing something good. Yeah. And that kind of. Um, Which is interesting for me because I agree. I think... Um, I think millennials need so much reassurance. Mm. Like, like in in other generations, normally complain because it's a bit like, oh, you've just turned up for work and you want us to applaud you because you you did your job. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But I think I think things have changed, and it's because it's because of the world that you're living your life in, and and how much is coming at you, and how much you're seeing means that. You're questioning that you're good enough almost every day. Yeah. And yeah. and when we grew up, Gen X and baby boomers, we didn't question that. We didn't sort of have to because, God, I had nowhere near the amount of influences around right. me or people being successful doing this, this, this. Yes. I wouldn't have known that. I, yeah. I knew about my group of friends around me or what yeah. was on TV or something like that. So... We didn't have the competition, and I think maybe that's what the parents and the bosses mm. aren't seeing is that every day you feel like you're competing. Mm -hmm. And so that's why you just want to know, am I on the right track? Yeah. <laughs> just tell me I'm on the right track. Yeah, no, and, totally. And tell me every day. Yeah. No, I, that is something that I'm constantly trying to work on because I know it's a – I know I'm doing good. Like I yeah. know, like I feel proud of myself. I don't know why I need someone else to be like, "You're, I'm proud of you too." Like it's not because, I shouldn't need because maybe it's just maybe sometimes you just actually need a hug, if mm. you know what I mean. Because everyone's you're moving so fast. Mm. Everyone's moving so fast, doing so much. Every you know your mind's so many things going on. I've got to do this, 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 and then then when I've done this, I'll be. I'll be the hero of life and yeah. people will adore me. Mm. When in fact, that's not really what you want. You just want someone to, I think sometimes, I don't know why I've just come up with this, but I think sometimes people just need to be hugged and yeah. and, and someone needs to hug you and not let go. Yeah. Right. For two minutes. So it's, it's probably, you know, like you said, you know, you're doing well. Yeah. You, oh, look, it's, I think I just need that recognition from the people. I, whenever I'm doing something mm. awesome, 
people will tell me on social media they'll yeah. they'll commend me for it but it almost doesn't mean as much to me as if someone so mm. so close like my parents or like my partner or like my best friends say like commend me on it it i think it's different when they're so close to you and you hold them so 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 close to your heart yes you almost just like crave that you crave that it's also comes back to being feeling worthy mm. which is which is again something I think I have said on a previous podcast. If I was getting praised for, I I was running events, yeah. and I was getting praised for that, but I couldn't take the compliment. Right. So, so you're getting praised on Instagram, yeah, by people who, quite frankly, are seeing a lot of that sort of work, and if they're praising you, it must be good, right? Yeah, right. But you're almost not taking that because you're not you're not taking. Well, it I in. know that they're not seeing exactly how hard I work to get there yeah. so I, although I am very, like I'm very appreciative of every kind comment that I get it's when people see my my tears and my meltdowns and, and they're there for that but it's not even that it's not even that like it's what it is is you probably don't think it's good enough or you're good enough if you know what I mean and that mm. this that sounds a bit deep Mm. But sometimes that's what we carry because you sort of, you think, yes, but I could do it better. I can be better. I can do this better. We yeah. Sometimes we have that. So when someone says that's really good, you've got this little thing in your head going, yeah, but I should have done this or I should have done I that. Done I should have done, yeah, yeah, done yeah. that, right? Yeah. So instead of just going, because especially if you, and we'll talk a little bit about your business in a second, but especially if you've got a business and your customer's happy, that's when you're allowed to go. Yes. Whatever happened, however I got it, I delivered exactly mm. what they wanted. Mm. Um, I'm going to take that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy I did that. Yeah. And only I could do that. Yeah. Only I could do that in that way because of what I've learned. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're still learning and, you know. Yes. Talk a little bit about um, your business because I'm really interested in this. Uh, so when I was 21, I'm almost 23 now, so I, old. <laughs> <laughs> I started a business kind of accidentally. It started as a, uh, a little appreciation page for cheese platters because I am your, your typical wog. But I'm really annoyed you didn't turn up with a cheese platter today. I'm just saying. Oh, I so <laughs> should have. I just delivered one. I should have just made up a little one. Um, <laughs> It would have just no talking, just yeah, us yeah, eating. Yeah, we <laughs> eating. That would be it, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, started off with just a little Instagram page of my the cheese platters that I made for my family and friends because I was like this designated cheese platter maker for all events. And it – Tell uh, them your Instagram. Uh, it's called Platter Up Co. Cool. Um, one word. Mm. And it – I – very quickly grew because I got in contact with a local influencer named Sarah's Day, which was amazing, but I just totally was not ready to start a business. I had no knowledge in what to do or Listen. the licenses I needed. or I wasn't in hospitality, hated hospitality, never thought <laughs> that I would be in hospitality ever. Yeah. So it was very different and a, a new. But I think – it's great. Like your personality is someone who just gets in and has a go. Yeah. Right. And and then you'll, and and that's a style. And people, um, 
a lot of people sometimes will, will tell you not to do it that way. But mm. I'm here to tell you to do it that way. Yeah. I, I'm all for that. And you'll have um, business leaders like Richard Branson or, or people like that will say, yes, do it, then fix it, and then keep going. You know what right. I mean? Whereas a lot of people try and get it perfect up front. Yes. It's great to learn as yes. you do it. Because it's not actually sometimes not till you go out to market or you put something out there that you realise. Oh, like oh, you no. said before, experience trumps. Yeah. Ex- yeah. My mum, I think, struggled with it the most because I was ready to take this this leap without knowing what I was getting myself into and that scared her because that was like, but you don't know what you're doing or how you're going to do it or what about this, what about that? And I was like, it's okay, I'll figure it out. And I had like a very like nonchalant, I'm just going to do it, it's fine. And my dad was kind of egging me on because he started his first business when he was 21 as well. So um. It's good to have a combination yeah. of people, like like we were saying before. It can annoy you when oh, someone's hassling yeah. you. At all. the time, I was like, "Mum, please!" But now looking back, I think I avoided a lot of mistakes just by second guessing my my yeah. next move. Yeah, because my mum was making me second guess it. Yeah, yeah, so, making you think about yes, what can think happen. Twice. I think the good thing was um, when you said that you um, you approach the influencer. Yes. So you, I mean, that's bold and brave, right? So yeah. sometimes being able to do that, not everyone can do that. Yeah, I think at the time I had like five, no, no more than 10 photos of my platters yeah. on my Instagram feed. And I, she posted a photo asking if there were any local um, caterers around for her gender reveal. And I messaged her a very like very quickly as fast as I could I just said I'm in Cronulla let me make a platter for you and then it worked I don't know that's great yeah see it doesn't hurt to be brave then you yeah know? You just throw it out there and then work it out later yeah I think the less <laughs> time you have to think about it yes over because when I overanalyze things I yeah drive myself mentals I think a well, lot it's of good to go with your like instinct that. like that's yes. that's something that we don't do enough I mean, it's always good to sort of, you know, go and talk to people that you trust and get yeah. some, rec- you know, some ideas from them. But if your instinct is that strong mm. and it's telling you to do something. Go for it. Go for it, mm. you know. Worst case scenario, they say no. Well, yeah. You know, that's the worst case scenario. You haven't lost anything by trying. Yeah. So that's amazing. And so what's it like day to day working in, in your own business? Uh it's chaotic. I've just in the process of hiring my second staff member. So I do have a assistant now. Her name's mm-hmm. Hannah. And I've just gotten a crap load of resumes, which I haven't even had a chance to go through. Um, <laughs> but day to day during the week, it's pretty much I do have the occasional like corporate order. Yeah. There's pretty much prepping for the weekend. I get hundreds of emails a day. So it's a lot of computer work and admin crap. Yes. Um, well, there's a lot of business side to a business, yes. right? It's not just and then the product side. Weekends are mental, don't really stop. And then I try and have Mondays off as my reset day, clean the apartment and <laughs> like get my shit sorted. I like how again. cleaning the apartment is a day off. That that's. I find it really therapeutic. I think I get it from my mum. Yeah, she's a very clean person, and I think 
but like I put on a podcast or listen to music and I and just do some cleaning. You. And then once the apartment's clean, I feel mm. like I've I'm clean. Like it's I feel reset, reset and I'm good. I'm ready for the next week. But then like in and amongst all of that, most of my sales come from Instagram. So I am spending a lot of time on my feed, on yeah. my Insta stories, yes. engaging with other accounts and just boosting that a little bit. Yeah, well, you're your own marketer, aren't you, mm. as well? You're doing all jobs. Yes. And you're doing the finance job? Not oh. anymore, thank God. <laughs> I've um just hired a bookkeeper. So you know what your strengths are? Yeah, for a long time I wanted to be able to say I did it all myself. Yes. And this was something that I built and maintained myself. Why? Uh big ego thing i think i just why i don't i honestly i don't know i don't know i don't know why i just wanted to so badly but millennials do want to do everything themselves yeah right yeah and and the weird thing is that you're just as successful actually you will be way more successful when you have help well then you're doing it yourself this was what switched something in my brain i don't know whether it was a podcast or what it was, but I remember someone saying to me or or whatever on their platform that um, they thought that being overworked was being overglorified and oh, that yeah. it's actually so much more impressive to say I'm successful and I get eight hours sleep and I spend time with my family and my friends. Exactly. And, I, and that kind of was just like, yeah, God, I want to be able to spend time with my friends. Absolutely. I want to be able to go hang out with my family and go and walk my dog, mm. like, and get eight hours sleep. That's something that I, for a long time, didn't get because I was just, like, working, yeah. working, 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 working. And so... No, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that, and that's the thing, right? You, you're doing it so you... Really, people want to set up their own business or want to make money so that for they can... For a lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. And this is not... I was like sitting there on an Excel spreadsheet going, I hate this. This yeah. is not what I signed up for. Like, this is not what I wanted. So that's when I was like, let's sort out the parts of my business that I love doing and the parts that I really don't like doing because I'm not good at them. Yes. And then... Yeah. That's when I started delegating and... And because also things like, I think things like finance are quite interesting. Like people don't want to hire an accountant or a bookkeeper or something, but they actually save you money. Yeah. <laughs> so it's worth doing it for yeah. for people like that. But yeah, knowing what you're good at and what other, what other people can do that can help you. Mm. Because also you're not going to be any good to anyone if, you know, and you won't be able to sustain it yeah. if you were trying to do everything. Well, it just you it was quick, just like so. I was lacking in replying to potential customers because yes. I was so busy doing this like bookkeeping yeah. crap that I didn't know how to do and wasn't good at and yeah. hated doing. So I was, yeah, it just, but that feeds into everything. Like even now I'm doing like pastry platters and people will ask me, why don't you make your own pastries? And I'm like, I'm not good at making pastries yeah. i'd rather hire the best in the business in sydney yeah get them to do it for me and know that my customer is going to be happy with it exactly exactly you know yeah. what you're good at and yeah you know... i can do cheese I can yeah do miles and miles of cheese but i cannot do pastries that is not <laughs> something that i'm even yeah well that's good let's get yeah. back let's talk about um how you balance your time 
Mm. And, you know, because we always, with millennials, you know, everything stepped up a gear. Yeah. And we were talking about this before when you were saying that people are like, when do you have time to work or when, you know, because yes. it looks like you're actually having a life. Yes. So I was saying that I've got my business profile and then my personal profile and I show a completely different side of myself on each one. On my business, I'm purely showing my business stuff because that's my business profile. And then on my personal account, I'm showing my personal stuff. I don't feed too much of my business stuff into my personal account because I just figure my friends and family that want to see my business will follow my business. Mm. And so on my personal account, I'm posting when I'm able to catch up with my friends and my family and my partner. Yeah. I, and people will often say to me, when do you work? And then, mm. or like, I wish I had your lifestyle. And, but then on my business profile, they'll be like, do you ever stop? Do you ever not work? And I just like, think it's really funny because it just goes to show you can portray such a mm. specific lifestyle or person or exactly. whatever on social media. But balancing my time is something that I am... Con- but it's also that just people judging in a way. Yeah. Because if they actually really thought about it, like, you know, people have said to me, oh, you put up a post on the millennials. You put that up, you're up early or something. Yeah. I'm like, it, it took me two minutes. I had it already planned. Mm. It's not like, you know, people are looking at it and they're not, they're sort of using it as a way to almost judge because we're yeah. very judgy now. And I also figure, like, when I'm posting my coffee in the middle of the day, yeah, people are behind their desks at work yeah. and it's like because they're in that environment, they're looking at me in a different environment that they maybe want to be in. But they don't see that I'm up till midnight working away on my computer. Yeah. Like, it's... It's my own fault. I show them what I, yeah. what but I want to also, show. Also, if they're having a coffee during a break at work, they're not going to put up a post yeah. of it because they're supposed to be at work. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, but, so, I, but I think the, the time part is interesting because especially starting your own business, anyone that starts their own business got to put a lot of time in there. Mm. So that's sort of normal. It's not going to just be an easy ride. It's no. going to have ups and downs yes. and times when you have to get in there and yeah. you know spend a lot of hours. But then how do you so how do you prioritize your life? Well, for a long time I was just work 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 and business my business became me. Mm-hmm. I became my business. And I very quickly kind of realized that if I don't allow for time away from it, Mm. then I don't work as efficiently. I don't work as Mm. good as I could work if I just stepped away for a little bit. Like that's why my Monday day off, my reset day is Mm -hmm. so important because I just can start with a fresh mind and Mm. I feel like I've at least had some time to myself to do what I want to do and but that's really good that you worked that out because a lot of people don't work out that if you don't, like go back to the fact that the brain is a muscle. Mm. And, and if you worked out your body muscles every day nonstop, yeah. that would be fucked, let's yeah. face it, right? Yeah. And the brain the same. If all you're doing is putting stuff in, putting stuff in or, you know, running around and you never have that break. Yeah. Also, it doesn't process as well once you have a break. Yeah. Then you can sit there and then ideas will come to you. No, exactly. I always, I used to say, 
It's almost like, you know, when you hear about artists, they think they've finished an artwork and then they walk away and they come back and they see it with like a clear set of eyes Mm. and then they finish it for good. Yes. That's kind of like what it is. I think walking away, stepping away and coming back with a clear mind and a And also being able to see from different points of view because if you just focus in on doing, doing, doing. Yes. when When you stop anything and i think stopping is probably one of the hardest things for all oh, of us my to gosh. do yeah and and also the problem is everyone's telling us how we should stop mm. like we should be meditating or mm. we should be doing yoga or, or everything right and you know i do a bit of everything i've tried a bit of everything yeah but sometimes to just stop and and just let yourself have a break we're not good at we're not good at going i'm just gonna lie on the couch for now some people i've got a friend who's very good at that but not everyone. yeah <laughs> a lot of people aren't necessarily good at that yeah but if you stop and and have that time just to yourself and for you it's it's cleaning for me i cook mm. yesterday i baked cookies yeah for some reason but it, it's for me it's stress relief yes um and yeah. so for you it's cleaning and you you've worked out how to reset Give yourself that yeah. break. Yeah. I used to have this thing and it kind of turned unhealthy. I think it started as a healthy thing. I used to say I've got five fingers. I've got my family, my friends, my relationship, my own health, and then my career. That mm-hmm. was like my five yeah. big core values, like yeah. the things that – and if something went wrong with my family, then I'd have four fingers. Yes. And if something also went wrong with my career, I'd have three fingers. And I used to balance my happiness, like mm. determine my happiness based on my five fingers. So it ended up being a very unhealthy thing where I was like, if one thing, I if I lost one finger. I think it's, I think it's very healthy, actually. Really? It's like, you know, therapists would say that's your pillars. Yes. Let's just say I was accused of having one pillar, my career. Right. <laughs> and if that goes, then I have no pillars. So what you were doing was actually very good because you're sort of trying to keep, but it depends on the level you try and keep that yeah. balance at. I think it started off really good, but then if one thing was a bit iffy, my career was a little bit iffy, then like I felt like everything was out of place and I just okay. lost it completely. Now I'm looking so, at it. So then you're not really looking at it the way you sort of no, wanted to. I, yeah. 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 Same with me, right? Like, cause I, of course I had family and friends and that, but I gave my career the massive priority mm-hmm. in my life, put everything else aside. Mm-hmm. I think you, what you're doing is as long as you prioritize it the right way. Yes. I mean, obviously your career is important. You've got to, we've all got to be able to pay rent. We've got to eat. We've got to survive, do whatever we want to do. We need, we need money for that. Mm-hmm. But also you need something to do. I think something to, having something to do makes you happy yeah but then then those other core elements and when do they come in and what's enough you know yeah so, so i guess like when my career is going real well mm. really well it yeah. often, often means that i'm really busy in it and then mm. i'm not seeing my friends and family so those fingers kind of drop off a little bit so then you... like it's all like obviously my closest friends and my family know that i'm super busy and that yeah. I'm, that's why i'm kind of mia yeah but you yeah. can you can set rituals up See, I think we've we've lost the we've lost traditions and rituals and all sorts of things, and I want to bring them back. Mm-hmm. So I think it, you know, we should do something like 
you know, once a month, like just set it up once a month, we're all getting together and we're doing this or yes. once a month we're doing that. Yeah. And so then now we've know. worked out on Sunday nights is family night. So yeah. my brother and right. his girlfriend, me and my partner go to my mum's, my yeah. mum and dad's place and we all have dinner together. So that's good. That's something that's, that's recently come into play and that's awesome. Mm. So slowly working through so it. So then you know that that's always there, right? Yes. And with your friends, true friends, I've got a friend in Adelaide and we might not see each other for two years. We might not talk to each other for two years mm-hmm. and then we'll catch up, have coffee, have dinner or something. And you, you know, just bef- pick up. When yeah, you just pick up. Yeah. With true friends, you can do it whenever. Starting this business, mm. I lost so many of my friends, oh, so wow. many of them. And now I think I have. I can count them on one hand. Well, I think of true friends that are very I call them low maintenance friends because <laughs> they know we know that yeah. we're we're all busy. Yeah. We've all got shit happening mm. and we speak to each other when we can and if we yeah. don't pick up a phone call it's not don't we don't take it personally. Well, people that you lose like that were never really friends anymore. No, exactly. If so I was kind of just clear. If they out drop the, off that easy. Yeah. Because throughout your life there's always going to be times. I mean, once we get past the the, you know, what we're like when we're 16 or something, or maybe not 16, or when you when you first get a boyfriend and you dump all your friends and only spend your time yeah. with your boyfriend. Yeah. I've got a friend like that now. Yeah. I'm not going to mention her name. But, <laughs> <laughs> but when I don't hear from her, I'm, I'm like, oh, okay, must be a man I'm yeah. in the picture. That's not good girls for a start. Yeah. Never dump your friends. <laughs> but it's the same sort of thing with work, right? Sometimes work is all encompassing and and you can't help it, mm-hmm. you know, and and you have to get in there and do that time. But as long as they're understanding and as long as you're open and honest with them and say, yes. this is where I am. Yeah. But also let them help. Yeah. Let them help. Yeah. Let people help. Are you good at letting people help you? No, I was always, especially with my business, no. I mm. am now. Yeah. I'll take help. Oh my God, if someone offers help, I'd yeah. jump at it. I'm like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> but starting it, I, cause I think growing up and I still think this is true in a lot of cases that mm. mixing friends and family with business is often not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've learned that if you have your set ground rules and you, you're just careful about it and careful who you let into the business. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's different. Um, but I've got like my closest friend, Kiara, she helps me with my business a lot. My, both my parents do. And I kind of kick them out of the business when things were going a bit rough because I thought that that was why, but I realized that they just want to be involved and they want to be able to help. They want to help. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot healthier. Yeah. It's good to take help. Yeah. When you oh, can. Oh, my God, it helps me. Yeah, and I think with, with friends or something, just, you know, insist on paying them or, yes. you know, say you can only help yeah. if you let me like, pay. Like, Kiara's or... really funny because she's obsessed with this truffle pecorino mm. cheese that I get. <laughs> and so pay her in that. <laughs> if I don't pay her, she'll say, oh, no, I just want a wedge of that cheese. Yeah. So she's funny like that. Yeah. It's... it's... <laughs> And because we get to, we don't get to spend as much time together anymore. So yeah. she knows that if she helps me in the kitchen, yeah. then we're spending, and we have fun together. It's not like no. super. And relationships are give and take. Yes. There's times when you're in there helping yeah. her and there's times when she's helping you. Yeah. And that's throughout your life. That'll be like with your partners as well. 
there's times when your career will be going good and his yeah. won't and vice versa. Yeah. And you just sort of, you know, you ride that out. You ta- almost take it in turns sometimes. Yeah. Oh, it feels like that. Yeah. Well, that, that's what, that's been my experience in life. Yeah. You know, some, because there's so much change. There's so much change in the world at the moment. Yeah. It's definitely not, you know, you just get in there and that's what you're going to do for the rest of your life. No. It's far from that. Yeah. So there's always that period of change that people have to go through. Just adapt. Yeah. Yeah. And actually I I did um I did a talk in, in Iran at a female university oh. um on empowering women. Yeah. How it came about was I was in a meeting and they were talking about empowering women and a bit like a bit like you. <laughs> Yeah. With your business. I just sort of spoke up and said, oh, I could talk about that. Yeah. And the next minute they're like, would you? Oh, hang on. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my staff were trying to get me out of it, but I, I wanted to do it. Yeah. But you can imagine in, in Iran at a university talking about empowering women. I was scared mm-hmm. I was going to be arrested for a start. Right. And so were my colleagues, but <laughs> that's only because they didn't trust me. Yeah. But, but I had to pitch it. I had to really think about how a woman is empowered yeah and my and i did made it on a personal account so i wasn't offending anyone mm-hmm. um and but my the way i pitched it was that as long as you're employable a woman should always be employable mm-hmm. doesn't mean she has to always be working there's times when you won't yeah but if you're always employable if you can always earn your own money mm-hmm. then you're empowered yeah you know and I think that's sort of what, because ha- what happens in life is exactly that, you know, sometimes you're working, sometimes the, the husband or the partner or whoever is working yeah. or aren't, um, and you and you sort of support each other through that. Yeah. But it will change. And the interesting thing for your generation is they keep saying, you know, how much that's going to change, how many different careers you're going to have yeah. and all the rest of it. Yeah. Which must be sort of daunting. I remember, I remember seeing an article and it was like saying how nowadays people change careers 12 times, I think it was. Yeah. But this was years ago. And And I remember thinking, oh my God, I do not want to do that. Like I was just finishing my diploma and I was like, I don't want to change my career again. And and those numbers are always just averages, right? Yeah. They're averages because some people aren't and some people are going to, like, you know, there are some millennials, let's face it, who have changed 12 times in the first three or four years mm. <laughs> of starting work. Yeah. And that's just because different types of personalities. Yeah. But um, what's interesting is we were talking before about um, how millennials are almost their own salespeople already. Yeah. Like, you're really strong on sales. Yeah. Like, you come in and, and pitch or talk about your life or talk about anything you do and everyone just thinks fuck yes yeah. this, this sounds fantastic yeah you, you know you've learned or you you've learned everything you need to learn already you know what you're doing yeah. you know life's pretty good and all the rest of it yeah which is not exactly true mm. but that's how it's always presented yeah because from a young age you sort of feel like you've had to sell yourself yeah and not only that i think that a lot of people my age our parents have made us feel like we are the be all and end all and we are good at everything we do and we're kind of fed that idea of mm. you're already 
amazing at this. You don't need to learn anymore. You're good. Yeah, but that's not true. You're already amazing in that year. Yeah. And then the next year is going to bring up other challenges. So there's always room to learn. Room to learn. And I I think, yeah, learning is... But tell me about... um, Tell me about selling yourself, pitching yourself. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. I think for me, like I've trialed and tested a lot of things because I don't, I never studied marketing. I don't really know Mm -hmm. like the best way to go about business. And so I just tested a lot of things and things that work, I double down on. Yeah, right. So (laughs) I think you're a natural marketer. You can tell. The thing that I know that works for me, which is perfect because it just means I'm being myself, is just talking to the camera and talking to people and being really transparent and super as authentic as I can be, really genuine, like speaking about my struggles and when things aren't going super well, but also having that positive spin on it. Mm -hmm. I think... People relate to that really well, which is perfect for me because I that's the easiest thing for me to do. But tell me about so that's the business side, yeah, and that's good. That's I think naturally your um, your generation is naturally good at that. So in the business sense, that's going to work, right? And right. like you said, you're always going to turn it to a positive spin, right? When when that day it might not have been a positive spin, right? But you're going to Turn it to that because that's how business would work. Yes. I want to talk about um, how you feel like as a millennial that you have to present yourself as if you're a celebrity, even when you're not. When you're just an ordinary person who has an ordinary job. Right. In retrospect, right? Yeah. Most millennials are ordinary people. Yeah. But the way you have to present yourself on social media and actually to each other and yeah. to anyone you're talking to is as if you're more than that. Right. How, yeah. how does that happen for you? or Have you felt like you've had to be in that game at all, if you know what I mean? Um, what about friends or people you sort of know that aren't a celebrity hmm. uh, or an influencer, but their posts are all about literally it's a picture of them all the time Hmm. or something like that. What does that make you think of them? I remember I went through a phase a few years ago where I was just posting photos of myself and it was because I was so freaking upset. I was just in such a dark place. I just wanted some attention. Yeah. And so I almost personally, I look at it and just relate to it, even if they're not, even if it's a completely different reason where they're just super into themselves and super happy with themselves and whatnot. But I kind of look at it and I think I try and think of it as maybe, maybe they're not posting this because they love themselves. Maybe they're posting it because they just, they need love. Yeah. They need love. That's how I see it. When I see it, whenever I see anyone that if that has a full Instagram page of pictures of themselves, I feel like they're not confident. Mm. I feel like there's there's some insecurity. They're insecure and they're yeah. missing something. Yeah. And I think that's the big um, challenge with, you know, having to sort of curate your life and 
put it out there as an exhibition, mm-hmm. which is what you, we're sort of doing every day. My generation's doing it too. But when you're putting it up of yourself all the time, you're getting your validation in the wrong way and yeah. it's really dangerous. And it's, But it's also people don't like people like that. Yeah. that's. I think that's the big gap. I mean, maybe they think they do because they think they like the celebrities. Right. But that's very different. That's a fantasy life. Yeah. People are very fixated on how their life looks to other people instead yes. of... Yeah. What I'm interested in is when you have conversations with your friends, mm. how much of that is selling nowadays? Not selling, but, you know, making sure that they realise your life is perfect. I'm um, asking you some really heavy stuff here. No, and, that's cool. And I'm just is... trying to think. I don't, like, if we're just talking about my very close four yeah. people. So then it's I They see the, the worst sides of me. Yeah. And I don't really put on a show for them at all. They know, I just, they know the real life. Yeah. They know the real life. I'm just not bothered yeah. with it. But Perfect. I'll admit that if I'm out in mm. and like bumping into people that I know yeah. and they ask questions, it's not that I like want to go into super long mm. detail about my, my life is amazing, this is this, this. But if they say, how's business going? And even if business is going bad, I'll just be like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, of course. Because and that's- but like. And that's normal. Like yeah. we all do that. But how much? I think um, as long as well, I think it happens with any generation. So I don't want to sort of generalize that as mm. as a millennial thing. This is you know, this is what I'm doing. Everything's perfect. Mm. Look, I look perfect. You know, right. my, I've got my business. Like we were saying before. Yeah. So everything's perfect. But then, then when you're out there in that world, you're Everyone's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're sort of surrounded by perfect people and you're being perfect and actually no one is. Yeah. No one is, but so it makes it like this fake environment mm. that you're living in, which is a bizarre mm. environment to have to live in that. I know. It, you know, whereas if we can all... And the funny thing is if we feel weak or if we feel like the world's not going our way this week or... You know, what were we saying? Mercury in retrograde. Oh, my and... God. <laughs> <laughs> or a full moon or something like that. When we feel like that, we've got to be able to, we've got to, be able to bring that out as well. Mm. I feel yeah. like if I feel like that, I just go MIA. Last week, had a real tough week, and yeah. I was barely on social media. So you just go missing. In I just, yeah, I just don't, I just hide almost. I think that's what people do. Mm. Yeah. They hide, but, and that's probably because you don't feel like, because it happens to me as well, right? Mm. Exactly the same thing. And geez, I'm old enough to be able to be able to put it out there. But, but the whole world's in this perfect mode that everyone should be having everything going on. And we're getting advice every single day on how to live our life. Yeah. Every single day on every platform yeah. we go on, someone is telling us yeah. what to eat, how to exercise, how to get a job, what to do in the job, how to be happy, how to be in a relationship. Every single thing, every mm-hmm. day we're reading or listening to something about that, yeah. which is 
fucking annoying. Yeah. <laughs> but every single day. And a lot of that advice is off people we would never want to be. Yes. But for some reason, it, it, we're taking it in. Yeah. But we can't sit there and necessarily go to our friends and say, uh, nothing's working for me this week. Yeah. We, we find it really hard to I, do yeah, that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't remember the last time I really, like, let on how bad things were when things were bad. The only person would be my partner, and that's because yeah. anything that goes wrong, yeah, he's the first person I call. Yeah, of course. So, but with like but, my closest friends I don't know if it's because I just don't want to be like a burden but this is the thing right you, you've got to be you got to be able to be a burden it's yeah. a bit like when you it's the same as the way you're starting your business or mm. or even when people are in jobs that they have to do it all themselves it's the same principle yeah you feel like you have to do it all yourself you have to look after it all yourself and so you carry all that on your shoulders as well so you got to be able to <laughs> Let it go. Yeah. You've got to be out of because actually they'll like you more. Yeah. The weird thing oh, is. It's, it's strange because I know yeah. I, like they've, they've seen little snippets yeah. and I know that they'll be fine if yeah. I just break down in front of them. But it's it's just something that I've. You, you know why we don't do it sometimes? Because mm. we don't feel like we'll be able to get back up. You know what I mean? Sometimes you feel like we've hung up, we've hung on to it. For so long in a way. Mm. You feel like if you let go, oh, you know, how am I going to stop crying or how am I going to get back up? Like yeah. you've got this thing that all, or will, will it change the way they see me forever? Or... Yeah, I think that's more the reason for me. Yeah. Because um, I had so many fake friends, I guess you mm. could call them, for such a long period of my life. Yeah. That, mm, and I was too. always worried about losing them like yeah. I just well it hurts to lose fake friends yeah. too and then <laughs> trust me so yeah I guess that's but it's not but the thing is this is what comes with age hmm. what comes with age is you realize people love you for your mistakes for your faults for the stupid things you do yeah that's what they love about you if you're perfect that's boring as shit for hmm. a start but it's also not interesting. Like your faults and your little quirks and all the rest of it, that's what makes some people interesting. Mm. And that's what makes them human and makes us feel like we can connect. So you can connect way more with that. Yeah. It took me years to realize that, that people like all the stupid things I do. <laughs> right. It's not, yeah. well, I don't well, even think I have a perfect side of me anymore, you know? Yeah. You know, so it's. So it's been able to trust them. Yeah. Trust them. But like, then also, like, if you've got this perfect facade yeah. about you all the time, then there's no way that they're going to want to show exactly. you their, exactly. their struggles as well. But I think we need to do more of that because the good thing is for a lot of the time, it's just about letting it go, right? Mm. It's, and you can only let it go. Some people have to talk about it to let it go. Mm. Others do need their own space. Depends if you're an introvert or an extrovert or how you get your energy, you know. Mm -hmm. But you can go and spend your own space and then deal with it. But other people need to talk through it. Yeah. They need to like, and sometimes what I've found is they'll talk through it and work it out themselves. But it's just being able to have someone that you can 
talk through with yeah. and then you go oh god i'm a dickhead this is what <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah this is what i'm doing. like that i need to talk yeah i need to talk if i have an argument with anyone i prefer to talk it out yeah as soon as possible yeah my partner if i have an argument with my partner though he'll prefer to step away and let the emotions kind of die down a little bit and then look yeah. at it from a clearer mind yeah. which is i think better but for me i'm just like i drive myself mad yeah overthinking it if yeah. the longer it goes on i'm like i just want to sort it out now yeah yeah but, but that's can... with friends as well like if i if i have an argument with daniel or kiara i will yeah. want to sort it out then yeah. and there like i'm like this is just not but this is good. But that's the thing is knowing what each other, that's good if you know how they like to deal with it and how you like to deal mm. with it. And then you sort of compromise. Yeah. And I've found a lot of um, value in stepping away mm. and trying to like, like analyze my own feelings first. Yeah. But that also gives you the confidence. When you can step away, it means you've got confidence in your relationship. Mm. Right? Because then you're not scared that, oh, if I don't explain it, it's not going to, yeah. you know, the relationship's not going to exist or something. Yeah, no. So I think it's better, you connect better when you when you do let out the tough things and all the rest of it. Yeah. You connect better with your friends and you need those connections. Yes. Your friends will change throughout your life. Yes. But that's, but you still got to always be able to be who you really are with them. Because yeah. when you go through tough times and they pick you up, then you know you've got that that friend for life, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And that's that's what we go through life to do, it. I think, is collect people. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's – I always think it's funny. So Daniel and Kiara, who I've kept mentioning, they're yeah. obviously my two closest friends and you mm-hmm. had Daniel on your podcast a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. Um, but we all kind of – came into each other's lives i went to school with daniel i also went to school with kiara but she was the year below me and but we all kind of knew of each other but never really yeah became friends we came we became friends all of us were going through a very similar thing at the time and so i think we started off in connecting because we were Mm. all our worst versions of ourselves at the time so we like lent on each other a lot and yeah i think that's why we became so close so quickly and then it just hasn't ever which is great yeah but you're allowed to be the worst version of yourself because i'm sure it's not that bad you know what i mean i think we build it up in our head how bad it is oh for sure (laughs) yeah but it's not really because we're all just human and we've, you know, we've got a lot of challenges we've got to get through. Yeah. So we can't just carry it all on our own shoulders. Yeah. And and having those, collect those good people. I think I did put up a post that said something about life is about um, the people you take with you all along the way. Right. And I really believe that. Yeah. And that's the network you make. So you're going to need that network for career and what have you Mm. but it's also those people that really love you for who you are Mm. know exactly who you are love you for who you are no matter what and will be there with you yeah because i think we need more of that now than ever before yeah because we don't have communities like we used to have communities no we used to know everyone in the street 
and everyone used to hang around everyone. Yeah. Street parties and Yeah. Yeah. People no, are very no. isolated now. Yes. But I think also uh like you it's special to have those people that you carry through your whole life. But I think that the the people that come in and out, like that mm. they come in at certain times, you need them for that certain time in your life. And if Absolutely. you look at it like that, when you lose them or when they drop off or whatever mm. happens, if you just kind of thank that because you know that you needed that at that certain point in your life. Exactly. Yeah. That definitely happens. I think you have certain people for certain parts of your life. Yeah. Oh, I like to think anyway. It makes me feel better about all the people I've lost. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, same. I agree. You know, people come into your life when you need them. Yeah. What's that book, The Celestine Prophecy? Have you read that? No. Read it. That That is basically talks about that as well. Okay. That it, nothing's a coincidence. Right. Or happens yes. sort of for a reason. Yes. But very interesting. Yeah. Well, I think we should... um Wrap it up. We should wrap it up now. <laughs> We've been talking for a long time. It's been great to talk to you. Thank you for having me on. Great. Like a little therapy session. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're gonna. I'm going to throw eight questions at all my millennials soon. I've got some questions. So yeah. Then I'll have you back on for that. Amazing. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Bye.